Welcome to the Winning with Shopify podcast. This is the podcast that will teach you to take your Shopify store and turn it into a business growing sales machine. It has the latest marketing, email, sales, SEO, and social media advice, and also has strategies and tips from the experts without fluff. Your host is Nick Truman. He's a Shopify expert and an education partner with the Shopify approved course, 1000 Sales and Beyond. He's the CEO of JustAskParker.com, a global specialist marketing agency for Shopify owners. Nick has over 13 years experience in digital marketing from PPC and SEO through to digital transformation of businesses. He's helped hundreds of brands from startup Shopify stores through to international enterprises that operate in hundreds of countries. Nick will be sharing his knowledge and interview the experts to help you in your journey to success. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Now, here's your host, Nick Truman. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Winning with Shopify podcast. For anyone who's not tuned in before, my name's Nick. I'm the host of the podcast. I'm the CEO here at Just Ask Parker, an all-in-one Shopify marketing agency at your fingertips. The entire marketing team can do whatever you want, etc. And I also run a consultancy called Spec Digital as well. If you've not already, quick bit of housekeeping. Drop us a review once you've enjoyed this episode. If you've not, sorry, feel free to move on with your lives. Um, obviously there's a different podcast that's out there somewhere for you, but I hope you do enjoy this. I know we get a lot of repeat listeners from some of the feedback that we get from our audiences. So it's great to have you all back with us, but if you haven't already go and give us a quick review, hit the subscribe button, and we hope to have you with us on this journey every Friday on the podcast. Anybody who hasn't listened back yet, we've had some amazing series so far this year, even though it's only March. So we've only had, I think it's about 10 or 11 episodes by the point that this one will go out. Um, But make sure you go back and listen to our series on Ask the Store Owner. We did a series on building trust. And then we've done a couple of other little bits and pieces and bonus episodes throughout the way as well. Given that we're in the middle of a pandemic, we've had a couple of issues getting hold of guests from week to week. So there's a couple of bonus episodes that have been tucked in there as well, just to make sure that we don't miss out and obviously trying to keep tabs on things that are going on. So anyway, that's the introduction over and done with. There is one reason and one reason only that you are listening to this podcast today, or there might be two. Maybe you like the sound of my voice and you like the sound of the podcast and you tune in every week. If that's you, absolutely brilliant. If it's not, it's just not you yet. We hope to have you on this journey. But the reason I hope you're listening into this podcast today is because you've seen the title that says making money from social media. So today, the bad news is you're stuck with me. We haven't got any guests. It's just myself today. However, we're going to be doing this series now on social media and how we can use social platforms like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, etc how we can use these different platforms to drive revenue through our businesses. If you're anything like me, you're probably on all these social platforms all the time anyway. More often than not, we have a phrase in our house, which is phones away. And that normally means you're completely ignoring me and aimlessly scrolling down your Instagram feed, looking at products and posts of other people who are not in lockdown countries at the moment. But uh, you're probably all aware of social media and what's going on on that side. So today's going to kickstart quite an interesting series on social. And I have a confession and an apology to make. We've not covered social in a lot of detail since I've been running the podcast. So in nine months, such a big topic as social has not been covered. We're not in any detail and depth anyway. We've spoken about PPC. We've spoken about PPC advertising. And we are going to cover that again, specifically on social advertising. So paid social, as we call it in the industry. We're going to be covering a bit about that in a few episodes time, I hope. We haven't actually lined that guest up yet, but we've got a couple of options. So it looks like we are going to do something on that. 
But to give you an idea of what's to come, and also today I'm going to give you some quick wins on social and a few things to sort of do's and don'ts in advance of next week where we're going to dive in with some guests into some specifics. I'm going to give you some quick tips and tricks today to get you started on social and get you in the right frame of mind so that next week's episode will make a lot more sense to you and you'll already be on your way a little bit with some of the information that you're going to need on there or understanding actually what we're trying to achieve with social. So without further ado, let me run through some guests and some episodes we have planned. And these are in no particular order. It genuinely comes down to when we can actually get a date to record with each of these different people. So we've got somebody called Ben, who's going to be talking about an e-commerce store that he founded, built and sold. And it was the first one that a particular investment group bought as well. And he's going to be talking about the role that social media played in how he both started, built and then went on to sell his business. Because investors do look at the social footprint. And if they go on your Facebook page and you've only got 100 likes, yet you're claiming you've got $5 million worth of revenue per month, something's amiss here. And that's going to be one of my points I'm going to make a bit later on. After that, we've got a very good friend of mine coming on the show. I say after that, we may actually post this episode before, again, depending on recordings. But we've got an influencer coming on to talk about influencer marketing and how brands can and should work with influencers and what some of the ethics are around how to find and work with an influencer. This person's got over 2 million followers on YouTube alone. So chances are you've probably heard of him and he's going to be talking to us about that sort of thing. We've also got a few e-commerce stores lined up to come and talk about how they use social to reach audiences and build communities. Again, we've never done a specific series on social or a specific episode on it, but we have touched on it again and again, everything from talking about building trust uh, how to do focus groups. Um, there's a particular podcast I really want to highlight today, and I know he's listening. And we had him on. His name is Dan Grief from Deliciously Guilt Free. He's not coming back on the show in the near future, as far as we know. We do want to have him back at some point. But Dan and I had a chat back in, I think it must have been second or third week of January. And we spoke about how they were using their Facebook page and their Facebook groups to encourage people with their dieting whilst the business actually sells dieting cakes, so like he say diet cakes, so you can still eat something delicious that's sugar-free, etc., or carb-free. So I recommend going back and listening to that because that's a really unique view. And again, we'll probably have some similar stuff from these uh, two, possibly three or four brands we're going to have on talking about social over the next few weeks. So without further ado, I'm going to go through a few bits and pieces on social. What I want to do as we're going through this as well is just give a little bit of context as to where I'm coming from on this. So what I'm not and what my business spec is not, and Parker does a little bit of this, but we're also not an out and out expert, is we don't manage social media accounts for our clients. So just a quick disclaimer that I'm only sharing what I'm seeing from a Google advertising and Google SEO perspective and overall kind of business strategy. So what I'm not going to share today, because I don't believe I am qualified to do so, is the ins and outs, the latest tips and tricks and techniques and how to do stuff. The next few weeks are going to be on that. But what I'm going to outline is a bit more of a strategic, where does social fit? Because that's a question we get quite a lot from our clients. They say, look, we've got all this traffic coming in from, from Google that you guys are driving. SEO is growing nicely. PPC is making loads of profit and we're increasing the budget and it's increasing the revenue, which is increasing the profit. What can we now do on social? We want to broaden the net. We want to bring a few new pillars and different bits into play. So therefore, we need to be ready to answer that question. And that's the question really I'm going to answer over the next sort of 15, 20 minutes, possibly longer. On the note of time, I'll let you into a tiny secret while we're here as well, which I can do when it's just me on the podcast. A tiny secret is 
every episode I've ever done, every week since June 2020, I've aimed to get the podcast to finish at around sort of 20 to 30 minutes tops. And I'm yet to do one, I think, that was less than 40 when we've had a guest. I think most of them are knocking on near an hour. So when I say the next 15 to 20 minutes, it might be 40 or 50. So if you're in the car, you're at home, make yourself nice and comfortable and strap in. I'll keep it as short as I can, but I do want to make sure I cover all of these points. I think it'd be really useful for you guys. So without further ado, the first thing to mention is that obviously with social, we're talking about Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest. Uh, YouTube's a bit of a hybrid. It is social media in the sense that lots of social media influencers use it and YouTubers are a thing. And I would say that's part of social media. But in the same way, YouTube's a bit unique because YouTube is also a search engine. Google themselves call it the second biggest search engine in the world. People look for things on YouTube. So I often search for things on YouTube, like the best computer monitors to buy at the moment, or as lots of our subscribers and uh, dedicated podcast listeners will know, I bought a beautiful new TV back on Black Friday, and I was sharing all about this TV, running up to it and afterwards, sort of slipping it into different episodes. That TV, I was torn between LG and Samsung as the two brands I wanted to go with. And I was watching lots of videos on YouTube. So YouTube is kind of a search engine. It's also kind of a social media platform because lots of social media on there. It's also kind of a TV channel because you can actually watch Game of Thrones and lots of TV series and things on YouTube as well. So YouTube's a bit of a hybrid. And there are some other social channels out there, things like um, obviously Snapchat died a short and painful death. And if it hasn't, it's just disappeared, then apologies, but I'm pretty sure it's disappeared. TikTok as well, something I'll be honest, I've never touched TikTok at all. After what happened with Snapchat and the fact that it's not on the public domain, as an SEO marketing PPC person, I'm not very interested in TikTok and what it can do. So we're not going to talk about TikTok at all today. We're going to focus probably a bit more on Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook in reverse order. So Facebook and Instagram being the, the main two social media channels that we know e-commerce brands are using and using well. Now, there's a big problem with social media and with these platforms. And I'm going to be really honest here, and this is my personal opinion, not fact. It's not written in any guides. It's not been proved with data. But just from my experience, there are a lot of myths surrounding social media. I've had hundreds, possibly even thousands of clients and contacts and people I've met over the years say to me, oh, we need to be on Facebook. Facebook's a gold mine. You know, all my friends are telling me they make a fortune on Facebook. And then when we've looked at the numbers, they're not making a fortune on Facebook or we sort of given them a funny look thinking, hang on a minute, you're not a traditional e-commerce B2C product that you would expect to find on Facebook. So I'll give you an example. One client called us up five years ago or so and said, um, you know, a mate of mine from the pub, he runs an IT company. So information uh, technology, IT company, mostly selling phone systems. So he runs an IT company selling phone systems like our client did. And he's making an absolute fortune from generating leads on Facebook. And of course, my first reaction was, really? Facebook's for, you know, communities and for me to talk to my local neighbors and see what my friends have been up to and share that I've, you know, been on a walk this afternoon. <laughs> That's what Facebook is for, in my opinion. And then social advertising fits into that nicely for a shoe brand or a, you know, Nike and Adidas. They would do really well to, uh, to advertise on Facebook ads and Instagram ads. Um, and what we found out is this client of ours, we actually managed to get some success and it was a complete gobsmack moment. But what we did is we had to be quite tactical. We weren't just looking for people targeting 100 person phone systems as a keyword on Google. What this particular client was actually targeting was uh, the startup communities. Because on Facebook, there are lots of pages and groups relating to startups. 
So we came up, which is what you should always do. And I always say marketing's lost from digital marketing. We came up with a marketing strategy. And that strategy consisted of us saying, let's go to all the startup communities. And the messaging we will use is make your business look professional. So when, even if it's just one of you in a bedroom, let's make it so when a client phones you or somebody calls up your business number, it goes to a nice, you know, welcome to so-and-so. Press one for sales, press two for accounts, press three for customer service, you know, all those sort of things, even if there was only one person at the end of the phone. And it was a very, very successful campaign. But generally speaking, there are a lot of myths around social media, especially today in 2021, social media is incredibly difficult to monetize. Difficult to build an audience. It's even more difficult to turn that audience into paid customers in your Shopify store or whatever platform you're using. So beware of some of the myths. Another problem I've seen with social as well, and just FYI, I'm not just going to completely pull apart social media platforms. I have some good stuff as well of what I think you should do to it. But to go through the problems, um, the systems change regularly. So Facebook Business Manager didn't exist in the same way it does today a year ago. A year ago, you could log into it very, very differently. Today, everybody has to log in using their personal Facebook account and things like this. It's a bit of a nightmare. And we find that certainly when we talk to clients, they've created a Facebook profile for their work profiles. And any minute now, any second of any day, Facebook might completely turn off all of their access. So you've got to keep on top of how the systems are adapting. And they're certainly changing a lot faster and quicker than things like Amazon ads or Google ads or Bing ads, platforms like that. They're pretty, pretty mature now. They're not adapting and changing overnight. And as I say, it's quite hard to make money from them. So don't go into social media thinking like, oh, it'll be a breeze. I'll just post every day. And in six months, I'll have a million followers and I'll have uh, loads and loads of money hitting my car. And every time we post, we'll make a million dollars every single day just for posting on Facebook. It's not going to happen. There is so much more to it than that. So what you need to do, and this is some of the homework, I think, between now and next week before we start talking to guests and we'll digest this a bit more with them and break down into this with them. But have a think about how social really fits into your wider marketing. One way it can fit into the wider marketing strategy is you could say, well, okay, we're going to acquire customers from Google because we know they're looking for products. Once we've acquired them, we will then encourage them by putting something in the actual parcel that arrives on their doorstep. We'll put something in there saying, go and follow us on Facebook for exclusive offers. And that's one way you can now leverage people coming into your site to buy things and converting them into your Facebook audience which then helps you get more customers in from Google because a lot of those customers, they've never heard from you, as you would have heard in our trust series recently. Um, People will go and look at how many followers you have. And if you've got 10 followers, they're not going to trust you. If you've got 10,000 followers on Instagram or, you know, 100,000 followers on Instagram, 20,000 on Facebook, that looks pretty good. Well, these guys, obviously, you know, they've, they've got some traction here. People follow them, et cetera. This is good. So have a think between now and next week where you think social media currently fits in how you engage with customers. And then the second part of that is how you think it could fit with your customers. So I think having a little think around and go through the site as a customer, and we say that a lot, use your website as if you're a customer because you'll learn a lot from it. Go through and have a dig around and work out what you think is going to help your customers in terms of social media. So whether it is the first port of contact or you wait till post-purchase or Maybe it's a long considered purchase because it's an expensive purchase. Therefore, you want to make sure that people go and like you on social whilst they're making their buying decision, which if that buying decision is, you know, six months or, or two weeks, three weeks at least, 
actually social media can play quite a good part of keeping in touch with them without having to pay lots and lots of money for retargeting. So have a think about how it fits in the wider strategy. One thing that I recommend you absolutely do not do is buying likes, buying followers. We did do a test a while ago. We set up a dummy store, which was just purely drop shipping. We bought loads and loads of likes and we realized Google sandboxed us. Google sandboxing, it's a phrase that's not used very often, which is good because it's really not a good thing. Sandboxing is where Google takes you essentially like putting a kid in a sandbox and they can only play in that sandbox now. Google's going to take you off Google itself. So you're going to lose all of your SEO traffic. You may even be banned from advertising on it. And it's not just Google, it's across the board. If you've got 100,000 people on your Facebook page, but only two or three likes per post you put up or no likes per post, something's looking amiss when customers come in there to, to have a look. So please don't buy likes. We're not trying to cheat the system here. We just want to get good customers engaging. So that means our numbers are slightly lower, but the more we make much more revenue and we get quite a wide reach because our customers want to share what we post on social. That's going to be, a, again, a good, a good way to do this. Social media is not a short-term fix. It's not going to be overnight. You need to have a long-term approach to this. So where we've got things like uh, Facebook advertising, and you can run an advert and people can click on it, or Google ads, people click on the ad, they come into the site, they buy something, we know they're looking for it because they've come from Google or they've come from Facebook. So we know they're interested or why would they have clicked on our, on our advert advertising a product? And we know that those guys are going to be relevant. This is very, very different to that. This is where we want people to engage long-term, to follow us, to be part of the journey. And that's where you need to think about things like having a personality on social media. And I'm sure we'll unpack that over the next few months as well. Another good point to make is not to drown your audiences with information. So one of the issues that we've noticed a lot over the years, and it's the same with email, is people just posting every day and it's just too much. Once a day might work if you've got the right sized audience. But what these social platforms don't want is they don't want to be pushing content to your followers um, or followers of your followers if they like it and comment. They don't want to be pushing stuff if it's too much of it and no one's really engaging. So you've got to do it properly. You've got to get that engagement. On the same side, don't leave your social media for months and months and months without updating it. Because if it's not been updated, what does that say to a customer, a potential customer that you've paid for them to arrive from Google shopping, they're interested in this product, they're just having a quick nose around just to see if you're a trustworthy business. They check your Facebook profile and your Instagram profile and you haven't posted in 12 months. Now they're going to think, okay, has this business gone under? If I buy this product, is it actually even going to turn up? And obviously the answer is going to be yes, because you know everybody listening here is trying to make money and trying to build their Shopify stores. But make sure that you post enough that it's not dead, but not so much that it's, you know people are drowning in it. And the good way to start is to post sort of once a week or once every two weeks to get started. It's not too much. It means your audience have got a chance to digest it. And think yourself, how much do we think customers actually want to engage with us? If it's once a month, well, maybe we post two or three times a month. And one of those posts might find its way to our audience, which I think is a good, uh, a good way to do it. Social media has the potential to help SEO quite a lot. And obviously that is massively within my remit as somebody who's been working in SEO for over 10 years. We, we talk a lot about social media and how it can help SEO. And I'll give, you, I'll give you a little heads up. There is one metric that we're worried about when it comes to social and one metric only. And that metric is the word engagement. So if your customers are engaging with you, they're liking posts, they're commenting, they're sharing, which is why competitions, giveaways, things like that can work quite well. And also posting something really funny, something that somebody would look at and go, oh, that's definitely me or that's definitely a friend. And sometimes, and again, we'll ask our guests about this because I'm not the authority on this, but sometimes to get that engagement, you could even put 
at the fourth person who appears. So, you know, when you're commenting on something and you put the at symbol, comes up with a list of friends. I find those quite funny sometimes where it's like, you know, there's a picture of uh, somebody who's completely messed up some DIY. You know, they fitted a new plug socket on the wall and the plug socket is upside down and everybody looks at it and laughs and thinks, what an idiot, who would put a plug socket upside down? And it says something on the picture, you know, tag the fourth person in your at list to see this image. Again, I'm not suggesting everybody now goes and does that. You've got to apply some context and have a quick think about, you know, what's what's going to work best for your business, etc. But I absolutely think you need to work out what engages for you guys. You know, absolutely key on that. And keeping customers engaged is, again, that's what Google is going to be looking at from a, an SEO point of view. Last point on social for today, I think, just to set the scene as well. Kind of what I was just saying, but in a slightly different light Try to work out what is going to be relatable content to your audience. So sometimes we find from a SEO perspective, one of the biggest landing pages in terms of traffic is a random blog post from a while ago that's doing really, really well. And that blog post is something that was written pretty much by accident. You know, nobody's really put any time or energy into it, et cetera. And suddenly it's getting loads of traffic and it's the one of the highest landing pages in your list of top landing page traffic, but no revenue. And what's happened there is you've had this one random blog post. It's done really, really well. Everybody's wanting to find out the answer to this question, but it's not relevant to your business. It's not relevant enough for people to read that article and then go and make an inquiry or in this case, buy a product. So take the same approach with social. You're not looking for people to purchase on every single post. This is about building an audience. And the same way I've built the the audience that you're sitting in right now, listening to my podcast, I recommend you build an audience. And as I do with all of the content on here, I think to myself, what is a relevant, relevant topic to talk about? What are people going to be interested in? And I ask some of our clients, some of our listeners, what's the big topic at the moment? And a lot of people recently have said social media, which is why we're talking about this right now. So I'm hoping this is going to be a hot topic and take the same approach with your own social media. So when you're posting on Facebook, you're posting on Instagram, you're putting up the latest story. If you're just putting up a story saying like, oh, we've got dogs in the office today, but you sell, I don't know, something completely unrelated, like you sell computer cables as a a business, completely irrelevant. It's going to mean nothing. However, if you sell dog food and every Friday you have everybody's dogs in the office, well, as somebody who owns a dog, lots and lots of your customers and your audience members, they're going to be interested in following you to see pictures of dogs. I'll let you into a small secret. I'm desperate to get a cat. I have been for about five years. I love cats the beer. Um, dogs are cool, but I'm a massive, massive, massive cat person. Something that can be part of the family. We can cuddle, but I don't need to walk. Just need to feed it once a day. It looks after itself, but it's there if I want some attention, etc. Massive, massive cat advocate. And feel free to send me some emails with um, how stupid that is if you're a dog lover, etc. But I, I like cats. I follow three or four different cat brands, even though I don't have a cat right now on Instagram, just because I like seeing pictures of cats. You know, they make me happy. It's another reason I want a cat. They just make me happy. It puts a smile on my face. And it's something that I want to see. So what I would recommend is keep the content as relevant as possible. As, as we, we say on almost every single episode, and we covered it last week, and we covered it three or four times at the start of the year as well, talk to your customers. What is relevant to them? And find those relevant topics. So you're not just posting pictures of your products. But if you're selling products that are good for traveling, why not do a social media series where once a week you post a picture of somebody who is currently traveling with one of your products and then put a four or five paragraph story of 
them traveling, where they've been, why they're on this mission, what got them into travel in the first place, et cetera. That's good content. That is what your audience who are buying products for travel, you know, adventure travel, et cetera, they want to read those sort of things. So get creative with it. I hope that's been useful to set the scene. Again, to reiterate everybody's homework, I want you to write down at some point over the next week, um, or at least before you listen to the next episodes, go away and write down how social media fits in with your wider marketing strategy, where you think you're having some strengths on at the moment, where you think you've got some real weaknesses. If you've not done it at all yet, write down hypothetically the answers to those, where you want it to fit in, where you think there'll be some strength, where you think some things will work. As Henry Ford said, you're probably right. So if you think it's not going to work, you're probably right, it's not going to work. But let's go with the mentality and change our mindset that actually it is going to work and there is money to be made on social. And as I said, I was wrong many, many years ago with that IT company. And as it is with any channel, the answer to everybody's question of will it work, it depends. It depends how much time you put in and that goes both ways. So over-investing time into it is going to take you away from other things. So getting the right amount of time in, the right frequency of content, the right type of content to the right audiences, etc absolutely key and critical to making this work. So I hope you found that useful. Apologies that for a second week in a row, it's just me. I hate the sound of my own voice and I hope you don't hate the sound of my voice as well. But um, apologies, it's just me this week. Next week, we're going to have either our influencer or um, this chap, Ben, as well, talking about how he built and sold an e-commerce store. Uh, Both are being recorded in the next couple of days, hopefully. So um, yeah, we should be back next week. But hope to hear from you. If you haven't already, Go and check out the Winning with Shopify podcast group. It's just called Winning with Shopify on Facebook. Go and check that out. And if you want to make any submissions in there as well, I've been starting to post in there a little bit recently as well. So if you want to make any suggestions of future topics or any questions you would like answered on social media, please go and chuck those in there. I'll try to cover as many as I can. Um, I've set up notifications now. So if anybody wants to post, we do moderate the post, but any posts that go up, I'll be sure to uh, sure to approve them if they're relevant and comment myself saying, this is a great idea or even ask a question back, you know, how would you like me to phrase this and who would you like me to phrase it to, et cetera. But again, I'm going to try and give you guys some perspective as to what's coming up so you can ask some questions in advance. And another little thing to make you aware of as well, which I'm incredibly excited about, um, my business spec run quite a few webinars throughout the year. We only do one or two on e-commerce, which is why I don't talk about them too often. But we are about to run our first webinar for probably a year or possibly even longer since Caroline last did one for Just Ask Parker. So it's going to be myself. Caroline might be there as well. Um, we're going to have a chat and sort of see, uh, see what her diary is looking like. But we are going to organize a webinar in the next couple of months where we're going to hopefully interview a few different people. And we are going to plan to run the webinar live as well. So there'll be a nice little waiting room beforehand. You can come in. We'll tell you who the guests are. We're going to make a lot of noise about it. There'll be a sign-up page somewhere, et cetera. But it also means you guys can prep some questions in advance. I'll be hosting the webinar and interviewing the guests. So I'll be there taking questions on the fly as well and might even have Byron and a couple of other people from our team on that as well. So keep your eyes peeled for that. I'm waffling far too much for an outro uh, to a podcast. So apologies. I've had far too much coffee today. Um, but yeah, we'll be back next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know, it's been really humbling seeing some of the numbers recently. You know, our podcast has almost doubled in size in the last 12 months. So we love having you with us. Thanks for being on the journey. I hope today's been useful and we'll be back again next Friday. So take care and stay safe. Sign up for free for the Shopify-approved marketing course at 1000salesandbeyond.com and get our show notes at justaskparker.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening to the Winning with Shopify podcast. See you next time.